two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. <sighs> yes. Yes, indeed. We are again. Here we are. Um, could Jurassic Park have happened? Like, did they cover their tracks with uh, whatever they were saying about that mosquito? Oh, uh, yeah, I think I think that was all fact-based. Okay. <laughs> that they're just going to, like, grow that mosquito really big into dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do not remember all the details of the plot, but he was the dinosaur, right? Right, right. They were just going to carve a bunch of mosquitoes into a dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in that case, then, yeah, that was all, like I said, fact-based. Right. fact-based movie. Yeah, a book of facts. (laughs) And who was saying dinosaur? Do you remember those people? Your mom, maybe? Maybe, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She was definitely saying frog. Frog, yeah. Come here, you dinosaur. Um... (laughs) uh dinosaur yeah i'm not sure um sars there was the oh right the sars the sars virus covid's little brother covid's little brother sars yeah and then uh there's the thesaurus okay and the the battle rapper named thesaurus right oh yeah the thesaurus could have easily been a dinosaur Mm Hmm. right a dinosaur that uh tells you other words for dinosaurs yeah and it was just dinosaur they'd be like you can also say dinosaur (laughs) start this over (laughs) 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 the sars virus yeah i think it sounds like it could be the right way to pronounce it too it it you know phonetically as the phoenicians once said uh right pronounce things the way they look and uh, you'll lead a good, happy life. Yes, dinosaur. Dinosaur, right? And then, uh, yeah, I dinosaur. Okay, yeah, S A U R. That's one of those ones you don't see many other places besides there. Sauerkraut. But I think you're sticking an e in the sauerkraut, like S A U E R. No. Oh, I haven't been. Oh, uh, you haven't been. Damn. No. <laughs> Go back and uh. Edit all the books you've put out about sauerkraut. I've been sticking an E in the kraut. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Sar Krowit. Lenny Kravitz's little brother. <laughs> um, well, this is nice. This is a good start um, mm-hmm. to what I really wanted to talk about today. Yeah. Which is um, some sayings just kind of repeat themselves. And I'm wondering if we've been letting people off the hook. You have... Uh, let bygone bygones maybe it really is but i think over time people started saying bygones thinking it was like spelled the way miss saigon is spelled with, with a b i was thinking let bygones be guy, bygones but i think it's like bygones right days gone by yes let them be themselves and you also have it is what it is and i don't know i just find that to be kind of cheap it is what it is is definitely cheap but let bygones be bygones, or let bygones be bygones, if you're just trying to use it as a, that's the way to maybe do it, just use it as a way of correcting people. 
Oh, no. there you let, go. Let bygones be bygones. <laughs> right. Let them be whatever they want. You're not in charge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one, I don't know. It feels a little more meaningful than it is what it is. Let bygones. Because you're, you're just, it is what it is, is, uh, is not trying to give any advice necessarily. Okay. But let bygones be bygones is saying like, hey, water under the bridge. Throw yourself off a cliff. Stop right. worrying about it. <laughs> it is what it eyes. <laughs> right. Just change around the second part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, those are the only Start two I had is... <laughs> yeah, definitely. Those are the only two I had is repeat sayings. Am I missing any big ones? Um, uh, two birds with one stone. Two birds with one stone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, right. The whole company that just doubles up a saying to try and fit in with this right. this uh thing over here we're doing yeah okay water else. under the bridge is water under the bridge <laughs> yeah 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 uh, a whole company that rewrites sayings <laughs> brett Favre is brett Favre. Oh, yes <laughs> right john madden talking about brett Favre certainly falls in it brett Favre is brett Favre, and 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 he's and he's and 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 yeah Johnny the Madman Madden. Um, okay. Once they uh, top, once they, they, they <laughs> <laughs> yeah, certainly that. Say hello to that for a moment. Um, top. Once they cure all the mental illnesses, how about this? You can come and get in this simulation thing to try and experience each of the mental illnesses that your forefathers went through. That's nice. Why do we have to wait until they're all uh, cured? Because it would be too fun otherwise. Or like, <laughs> too, like too much seeming like it was making light of it or something. Oh, maybe that. And also like you can't just like it's not around anymore. <laughs> um, so it's not oh. you can't experience. Otherwise, you could just be like, hey, what's it like to the guy who has it? I see. But yeah, they have some mental illness. They can't explain anything to you. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, so. Uh, no, I see what you're saying. But you want it in a museum. I guess a museum slash amusement park. Okay, a, an, a museum. In, now, we could worry about the mashup name later. There is one there. You could, with the muse happening in both. Yeah. But yep. what's, yeah, so like you strap in and you're like, all right, let's see what um, my forefather was experiencing depression wise right okay yeah see what you're saying what if you wind up liking it yeah then you can have surgery to stay like that <laughs> <laughs> right there at the museum <laughs> right that's a whole yeah you just pay with tickets to have that surgery <laughs> they give you a big stuffed animal afterwards <laughs> uh yeah i i like the idea of being able to experience uh, mental illness because i have i've had some long conversations with schizophrenic uh, people or people who whatever the correct way of saying it is now people who enjoy having schizophrenia or whatever <laughs> right i right. can't be it right uh, people who have signed up to have this surgery to become schizophrenic I think yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah people who had enough tickets to get the uh, <laughs> schizophrenia. but um yeah i've had long conversations and it's fascinating uh you know how they just, thought you were somebody else the whole time <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it's fascinating to learn uh, what it is like to uh, to to be them. You know? Yes, for sure. Because I mean, man, what's what's uh, scarier than you know Ghost. experiencing? <laughs> yes, unrelated to the discussion about schizophrenia. Is there anything scarier than ghosts out there? <laughs> um, spooky, yeah. Yeah. Then, like, not being in your, quote, right mind. And I feel maybe, like, mental illness is, is like, admitting in a way that, yes, I'm... I'm Mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Right. I'm mentally ill, but I have... This is uh, now a good excuse you're not just like thrown out in the trash anymore like i'm a i'm a bit of a lemon of a person but like don't throw me away i have a lot of value and i can work with uh these medicines and these um these amusement parks <laughs> to uh to improve my situation right i mean i don't know if it goes both ways where like uh, most mentally ill people are or most mental uh people who experience mental illness um are like really special, awesome people, but a lot of really special, awesome people are uh, experience mental illness. Yes, how about that? Right. What a great uh, testimonial to like, hey, this is uh, this is something. These these geniuses have this problem. So, right. You know what? We're gonna not have geniuses if we cure it too much. Oh, is that a fear? Don't yes, cure them. I think no more geniuses. Circling back to your the the original question is yeah, when we've cured it all. All right. Well. And maybe again, that's the whole point of this museum is just uh, if it turns out that you're one of these geniuses that that unlocks. Okay. Then maybe when you go in the simulator, you're going to be like, "Oh, wow, I'm good. I'm really good at you know painting and chopping my ear off. Like, let me uh, <laughs> let me go ahead and use the tickets or whatever." Yeah. So, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Why don't we just jump ahead to the iPhone 20? You go into that simulator and you have that thought. Yes, exactly. You. And then all of a sudden, you're, oh, I'm, I'm better off with the mental illness. I just came up with the iPhone 20. Right. And yeah. that would be like the good actual reason to have that surgery to stay like that. Yes. Right. But then maybe what you'd run into there and this, you know, many growing pains with, with good ideas. You were just stuck on that one idea. Like, all right, you're a genius. You have the surgery to become mentally ill now. iPhone 20, brilliant. What's next? And then you're just stuck like iPhone 20. Like that's all, right. that's all it did to me. Ooh. That would stink, yeah. Yeah. Just one of the voices that you hear in your head turns out they, yeah, they're just a weirdo. They just keep saying iPhone twenty, and that's all there <laughs> was. Right. Like, do you have anything else? And they they don't even they don't even <laughs> joke and do like iPhone twenty one. Like, the, it's it's a really nah. uh, straightforward voice that can't even help you out in that department. Yikes. Yes, that's rough. Yep. So <sighs> then you shut down the whole museum. I think at that point. Right. Oh, and then a museum. This might be too obvious of an idea, but like a museum that like has pictures of all the museums that have gotten torn down that didn't make it. Like, oh, there used to be the Met and the the MoMA, I think people are saying. I don't love that abbreviation. Some abbreviations I really get behind. MoMA, I have a, a moment of panic when I hear it. Um, but yeah, a museum that commemorates all the other museums of days gone by. Yeah. The bygones sort of bygones. like the... Uh coffee table book filled with coffee tables okay right you're just right the idea it's kind of like how we started it we all circle back to the the saying that just repeats the saying so you, you know a museum of museums we're back where we started yes okay uh yep 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 
I think that's better left unsaid. <laughs> it's what we're famous for. Um, how about this? Is this anything? <clears throat> I think I have half of what it would take to be a good, like, caricature cartoonist, but I just can't draw. Like, because I, <laughs> um, I was noticing, and maybe I'd be only this one type of uh, caricature cartoonist where if I haven't seen somebody in a while, I feel like I'll remember them with really exaggerated features. And then I see them like, oh, it's just a handsome guy who I haven't seen in five years. Like, I was remembering him with just like, you know. Huge ears. Yeah, huge ears, tiny little eyes, and like, <clears throat> you know, a big, like, sarcastic, horrible smile and like, it's like, oh, that guy looks maybe the most normal person I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I <laughs> just like, oh, I haven't seen that guy. And I'm like, that's yeah, I'm way off. So maybe I'm halfway to to being a good artist in that way. I love that idea. Yeah, you've got, and that's probably a leg up on most caricature artists because I think they are rather than just uh, you know than just misremembering uh, what somebody looks like. They're having to like put look at the person, talk to them a little bit and, uh, and then create what it is about them. They, they want to, uh, caricaturize, but you, right. all you have to do is just meet the person for a few years and then not see him for a while. So yeah. and then a, it makes for a slow caricature on the boardwalk type situation. <laughs> right. All right. You can expect a piece of mail from me in five years. <laughs> what? Yeah. And you, here's what you do. You don't, you have them sitting on the other side of the easel and you're just basically just writing something else. And they think, and you're like, well, all right, how much longer is it going to be? Can I see it? No, 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 no. I, I work differently. I'm, I'm kind of a novelty caricature guy. What's your address? I'm not giving you my address. I just met you. This is how I work, you know. And then people eventually, once they get over, like, me asking for their personal information, I think it becomes a big hit. Right. I think the key is that it, you have to befriend them right so it's not just as simple as the initial consult oh okay that would yeah. be that would be a real challenge like you know the uh the friendship uh consultant guy i will i will you know i will take a person who i just met on the boardwalk under the guise of doing a caricature about them and i will turn them into my friend within you know some kind of weird in the end bad like devious social experiment <laughs> right. That's like, uh, she's, she's all that or something kind of experiment. But I do think, uh, that is a really interesting one. Like, do you, do you think you could do it? Like if you had today, you just have one day to be, to find a, a new friend, uh, that you then will hang out with on the next two Saturdays, right? So you have to find a friend today, similar age, uh, and then you have to hang out with them on the next two Saturdays. Is yes. It, you think you can do it in the day? <clears throat> yes. And I think I have a loophole and this probably isn't the spirit of your question, but I think what I could do is, uh, walk down to the basketball courts, get in a pickup game and be like, Oh, what? Like, let's, let's change numbers. You guys want to play again? Like, I think that would be, but no, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. All right. <laughs> okay fine <laughs> um yeah if you remove basketball from the equation um hmm yeah where would you, where do you go yeah you walk out you go to the grocery store oh you know what 
I could probably mm. cheat and have one of the guys <clears throat> who no, because it has to be somebody new. Okay, here we go. We're talking it through. I was gonna say one of my buddies who works at one of the delis um, could uh, could just go back and order some food next Saturday and ha- hang out with him there. No, nope, <laughs> you guys have to go to uh, let's let's say to a museum. Ooh, on the okay. first Saturday, the second Saturday, you have to go to uh, a um, whatever the name of the uh, Staten Island baseball team is. Game. <laughs> I think they're also the Yankees. Hilariously, yes. Um, okay, yeah, Staten Island Yankees game. You have to go with. All right, so okay. that that's the that's the challenge. Gotcha. So, hmm, yeah, and here's where here's where it becomes a really ugly experiment because here's where you're going in with a game plan, and you're like, all right, so I have to at least get baseball brought up in that first one and like and i have to if they don't like baseball even more challenging i have to convince them that they like baseball (laughs) 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 um i you know i don't like baseball either it's just fun you go and you you know you do whatever you just talk and you know meet other people oh maybe you meet other people to try this experiment on at that baseball game and you're slowly building a rolodex of people to try this on if they're a true friend i think you'll be able to to make it all happen you know, it's it doesn't really matter if you really like baseball. You'll go to the Staten Island Yankees game. You'll go to the museum. It's just is is this a true friendship? Right. The Dave Matthews yearbook quote turns out not where, but who you're with that really matters. Yeah, I don't know if you want to start with Dave Matthews as a way of hooking them in, but no, yeah. I think you got to be careful with Dave Matthews these days for sure. Um, I think you could. I think unfortunately, Dave Matthews could be a way to turn someone off immediately by liking Dave Matthews too much. I've been or, speaking yeah, from experience. <laughs> you could perhaps uh, start the friendship by shitting on Dave Matthews or Mumford and Sons or something like oh, that. Oh, engaging their reactions. Dave Matthews is the Mumford and Sons of the, the 90s or whatever. But I, I think Dave Matthews was way more of a, you know, cultural phenomenon than than the mum, than mum's the word. Yeah, that's true. Just and I like, just mean in, in terms of... People for no good reason, a little time passed, and then they just became the most hateable people out there. Right. You know, it's interesting. I feel like Dave Matthews's fans became the hated, and uh, ah. Mums the Word themselves took on the hate. Does that right. sound right? Everybody loves Mumford and Sons fans. It's just <laughs> Mumford himself that is the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the... Uh, the Little Caesars of pizza establishments or whatever. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Little Caesars is the Mumford and Sons of pizza establishments. There we go. Right. Yeah. Yep. The, Interesting. But Dave Matthews, you're saying nobody dislikes him. They just dislike uh, the DMB, uh, whatever. that Was there a name for uh, Dave Matthews Band heads? Oh, interesting. The Dave Matthews Band Swifties, I think. <laughs> what <laughs> no the taylor swift people are the swifties i was just uh, okay yeah. yeah um the uh yeah the d i mean i should know dave it if heads dave heads yeah like fish heads because i think there's a big crossover with fish and dave matthews people i didn't make that pie chart or no the the crossover charts whatever they are uh venn diagram venny d right yeah venny the jet rodriguez um, yeah yeah that's Venn diagrams should be that's a category that even if you're not a big diagram guy, I feel like those are helpful. Like diagrams generally toss out the window. The Venny D's I think are are good, valuable, uh, all inclusive. Even the folks who aren't quite as bright can can get in there on a Venn. Yeah. 
they're the little Caesars of diagrams. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, uh, <clears throat> so you, you basically you're saying you don't think you could do this is what it sounds like. <laughs> right. Without the basketball loophole, I think I'm, I'm going to struggle out there, but, and yeah, it is such a hilariously, um, oh yeah, all those movies. What, what you mentioned a movie, uh, where this, it's one of those, like, uh, I said, she's all that. I don't know if that's even right. Or but. the, um, the, the one with, um, 10 things I hate about you maybe where it's like, I'm going out with somebody as an experiment to like write an article. Right. Maybe that's, that's not what, that one. That's what I thought. She's all that was something like that. The one where like McConaughey and, um, Kate, one of the Kates was, uh, they were dating, but it was really just for like some other reason. And like, but I actually do love you at, ah, no, that's no McConaughey, but I actually do love you. How to lose a guy in 10 days. <clears throat> Is that it? I think that's the one where he's with uh, not Kate Beckinsale, but uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which Kate is that? Kate, not Kate Upton. Hudson? Kate Bosworth. Kate Hudson. Yes. Okay. Kate the Bosman. Jennifer Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. K Hud. <laughs> Ask me about Hud Holmes. <laughs> I, I, I think that. Uh, the uh dinner for schmucks aspect to it yeah. is not like it could just be real i i'm not even saying that it has to be dinner for schmucks and like but i do think finding uh what what somebody would traditionally call a loser um might be your best shot at doing it uh-huh. but that's not to say that you don't genuinely forge a friendship with uh with said loser <laughs> <laughs> cedric the entertainer um <laughs> said <laughs> uh yeah okay right the sad part of that right how man they really do know how to um make that sad the you know the dinner for schmucks way of of doing things and rightfully so that is bullshit i mean if you just realize that and know that you are also a loser then i think it's okay to just be like all right i'm gonna find a big loser to (laughs) befriend for this challenge because it's like i i'm not like I'm not the uh, captain of the football team or whatever. Right. Like I'm, I'm only the uh, I'm only the uh, I'm going to be captain next year. I'm only a junior. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm still the star player. <laughs> I just don't happen to be a captain because I'm not a senior. So I'm actually in a way more. I'm above the captain because they're like, oh, the only reason he's not the captain is because he's a junior. Yeah. And everybody does say <laughs> that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Anytime the the two captains walk out to do the coin flip, everybody's like whispering to themselves. You know it would be Pete if... Um, <laughs> no, but that's right, Tup. The fact that I would even admit that it's mean is like me saying that like I'm not a loser, which I would never make that claim. Right. Although you don't think you are. Hmm. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess gun to my head, I don't think I am, which I think that's good. I don't think we should think we're, uh, we're losers. Um, yeah. Well, it's pretty messed up what you're planning to do this loser. <laughs> no, yeah, we take it all back. <laughs> it's what we're famous for. What are how about this? What are what are uh, consonants that can stand in for other consonants? Like when you do the John Gruden impression, you basically flip-flop Bs and Ps, uh Vs and Fs, uh Zs and Ss. 
What are those? Are those brother syllables or brother consonants? Yeah, brothers and sisters. <laughs> brothers and sisters in Christ. Okay, yeah, because like, le- or oh, another T's and D's. Let me yep, tell you T's about, and D's. you know, Thyrod Thaler. Yeah, and the I, D and the T. If it may, sometimes these kinds of things make you feel really smart and validated. So uh, in in Korean, in the Korean alphabet, uh, T and D are the same character. You just double it up from the D to make the T. The same thing is true of G and K. You got a G, you double up the character, and it makes a K sound. So oh, you're yes. you're you're correct in what in what you're saying with the wow. brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Cause yeah, and G and K is one of those that I didn't mention. You know. Let me tell you about Galen Gabernick. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's a perfect uh, name to, to, to Gruden up. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. I'm trying to think if there's any others, but... Um... Other sister letters. Uh, yeah, C and K are, are... Oh, that's a different type of relationship. That's almost like twins, Cs and Ks. Yeah. Did you do B and P? That's, that's I might not I have mentioned it, but that is a good one. Yep. That's that's also in Korean, same deal. Just a B, double it up, and you get a P. Right. And so in the Gruden world, I think a P becomes a B. Becomes a B, yeah. possibly not vice versa. Right. Y- yeah, you yeah. don't switch them, I guess. Right. Uh, well, who's a good P? Let me tell you about Badrick Mahomes. Yeah, Badrick. Badrick. B-A-D-R-I-G. Right. Yeah, right. sorry. <laughs> Let me tell you about Badrick Mahomes. Yeah, this is the brothers and sisters syllables. Yep. I don't think there's yeah. anything more to say about it or anything. Right. Like that, I think just, you just go right to the musical with and so, so you don't wind up saying anything else about it. Yeah. But you brothers and sisters <laughs> of the letter world. B's and P's. K's and Jeez. Sorry, I had to think about that one. Yeah. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ. <laughs> it's a really like Christian propaganda musical. Yeah. No good reason that to. <laughs> oh, yeah. The last line of every song is, and if you don't believe in Christ, you are not welcome to continue enjoying this musical. What? Where did that come from? <laughs> I thought this was a children's educational musical about the letters. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So that's probably already happening, but a children's show with subliminal, uh, heavy Christ-leaning uh, propaganda. Yes. Or maybe it's just propaganda. You allow on each show, just for equal opportunity, you allow a propagandist to help <laughs> author the content. So like each week there's a there's an educational theme and there's a propaganda theme. And uh, you know, whatever it might be, yeah, pro communist agenda or something like that. <laughs> but then, you know, the next the next week might be a really strongly anti communist agenda. Right. Okay. That's nice. All right. Depends so you're on learning... what propagandist you, you wind up with. Right. Simplifying fractions can be really fun if you just uh, cut each one in half, or however it's done, I forget, but. (laughs) (laughs) So when you're simplifying your fractions, 
don't forget to hate the Chinese. <laughs> right. Something yeah. Like and then the next week, obviously, you know, you take it back. Yes. There we it go. Could, it could just be totally different, you know, propaganda. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be pro-Chinese and then anti-Chinese the next uh, week. You know, that you could sure. circle back around. Just make... It's all about just getting good, talented propagandists. You know, it doesn't matter <laughs> what they're... <laughs> right, shining light on talented propagandists. And are they... Is, are they writing the whole episode in the music too, or are they just they're just paying to have their line put in, and then the the good writers over at the show incorporate it? I think you it, they they come in uh, each week. They work sort of like I guess uh, like the host of SNL. That's the way <clears throat> I picture it. Okay. So they show up. I mean, it's not like the host of SNL has to write everything, right? They're, they sure. they might like pick their brain about a couple things, but. In the end, of, at the end of the day, they get their monologue, and the propagandist gets it gets some type of uh, big message in there, and then they get worked into a lot of the sketches. Right, right. Past participles are fun to learn. <laughs> <laughs> Past participles they they should probably teach adults that too. I don't even know if that's a kid's topic. No, it's not. Yeah, not, not anymore. Anyway, I need a refresher on past Passy the part man. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Past, past participle. participle. Uh, right. So what's another kid's thing? Oh, colors. The colors of the rainbow, shapes, yeah. squares, circles. Oh, head, shoulders, knees, and toes for shapes is what I was about to go into, I think, by accident. Squares, right. circles, rectangles, and triangles, triangles, and rectangles. If... And the Jews killed Christ. And... <laughs> right. Proppy the G-Man. Okay. Propaganda. A fun way to incorporate it. Um, and yeah. I think, yeah. I think I think we did it. I think we covered it. Okay. Wow. Well, where I else? Thought, I would have thought 20 more minutes. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. You're right. You're right. And now I'm getting going. Where else? <laughs> <laughs> Where else do you, okay, so you've made your money in the kids' last line of the song propaganda company. So then you're just kind of accepted as like a, um, as a guy who props up propagandists. Okay, and then there's maybe an opportunity for the company name, something with prop in there, prop up propagandists. Okay. Prop. Yeah, maybe we were done. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, prop up Ganda. There we go. Prop up Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> How are yeah. they doing? Did did Reed's work uh, in Uganda? Did it pay off? I don't think it helped. No, I don't oh, believe it shoot. helped. No. Yeah. Still in trouble. Uh, yeah, I think they're still in bad shape over there. Dang. No, I, I. Of course, I'm sure it helped very much. Uh, and but no, I do believe they're still in trouble. Yes. Um, I was just having the, the nice memory the other day of uh, when we attended that benefit walk, which I don't know how walks help, but I think it's just gathering people together and raising awareness. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think you donate money as part of a walk most, most of the go. time, too. But it, that is just a weird excuse uh, to donate the money. But uh, yeah, the Gulu walk is what you're right. talking about. The Gulu walk in D.C., and uh we or did you, know, you not want to use the real name is that why you left that out because no, no no way there's no way you forgot that right no yeah i didn't forget it i didn't intentionally leave it out i just uh 
I'll bleep know. it. Yeah. You want me to bleep it? <laughs> yes, please. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the the beautiful memory of uh, you know, stopping off at Subway to to get some lunch, and uh, the beautiful memory of Stubbs not finishing his sandwich. And when you get to the end of the walk, there were all these nice testimonials about uh, folks who had who were sharing their stories about you know their families being pulled apart. And then Stubbs reaching into his cargo pocket and loudly pulling out his uh, Subway sandwich <laughs> in the middle of this guy revealing horrible details of his, uh, his misfortune. Yes, just right at the point where he, he was, you know, uh, given a, a gun for the first time and like instructed on how he was going to be forced to execute people. Stubbs takes out the noisiest sandwich of all time. There's like <laughs> silence in, the, in this area. There is not a sound. You can't hear any, you know, it's dead silent. And Stubbs very slowly and very loudly pulling out his sandwich. <laughs> With a look yeah. on his face. That, right. You know, Looking around to us like. <laughs> like, is this too loud? Right. Yeah, no like, good? Yes, it's too loud. <laughs> No good to eat this sandwich. Okay. Let's listen to the man. Okay. I'm with you. Good. I can put the sandwich down. <laughs> Did he? I thought he just went. To I think he went for it. it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sandwiches uh, <clears throat> in the midst of that. Yep. I'll bleep out Subway too, just in case. Oh, good. Yeah. How about that? I never know when, just all the time you see stuff where like, brand here brand there and this they certainly haven't gotten permission all good and then just sometimes other time excuse me other times very noticeably there'll just be like a piece of tape over a logo it's like why here and not all these other places i yeah i'm with you i don't understand that people are wearing a t-shirt it's got a logo maybe maybe here's what it is it has to do with a contract with a advertiser for that program it has nothing to do with like nike called them up and said please blur out the nike on that guy's t-shirt it's adidas is a sponsor of the movie or the tv show and therefore they signed a thing that says you won't have any of our competitors logos in your show so they're like ah shit this guy's wearing a nike shirt better blur it out conflict of interest based it sounds like i think so yeah so what about this maybe instead of just having it be dead space Here's where you like, okay, we're, we're going to have to uh, use a piece of tape oh, yeah. for this photo shoot or whatever. So does any company want to superimpose their logo over top of the piece of tape? Right. In the case where they blur, blur out the guy's Nike shirt, like just put back in a different, you know, uh, whatever, put, put in a craft uh, macaroni and cheese or whatever, whoever <laughs> one of your other sponsors is. Right. And just have it, yeah, have it be so distracting that whatever the original content <laughs> yeah have it be yeah, like a talking a- graphic that it interrupts them <laughs> <laughs> and just a terrible job of like working it in you know just a guy that dra- dragging this ugly macaroni and cheese thing around on the guy's shirt you know over <laughs> right. every, every now and again right i think there's an opportunity there or <laughs> that uh, you okay here's what you do you're that you make your name as the tape cover-up like company so like all right uh peter industries i start and i just come up with rolls of tape that are meant to go over logos and 
yeah, this job, this tape job was proudly orchestrated by Peter Industries and then a phone number or website. That's good. And you don't even have to, you're saying they don't even and You don't even you. have a website. <laughs> oh, that's a nice twist. Yeah. Uh, they go to the website and it just orders a bunch of tape. Um, <laughs> the Have you seen this Army of the Dead, uh, the, the previews for that movie? Or maybe you've seen the movie. No, I don't think either. Or it might, I probably, no, I'll go with no. Okay, Army of the Dead. It's out there on all the machines. Uh, so check that out. But in the movie, I guess, originally... Chris, man, uh, I, I'm not even going to try to say his name because uh, I don't want to dignify a piece of shit like that by saying his name. No, I, I don't know how to say it. Chris, <laughs> Chris de what? Uh, Delia? Yes, Delia. Okay, I was going to say Delia or, or something like that. Okay. But, uh, okay, Chris Delia was originally in the movie. And what is he? what was his crime? Is I think he was um, text underage messaging kids with underage girls. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you so... Know. Not a friend of the podcast. No. Um, Not even a friend of his own podcast. No. No, no, no. Uh, But anyway, so I guess they had already shot the movie, which is weird because I feel like that happened a while ago, right? The, uh, the, these little, these kids or whatever that he was doing, wasn't that, it's been around for a while. last year or something? Okay. Maybe not that. Okay. Yeah. Um, So then that make, this makes sense then, because here's what happened. He They just superimposed Brad Pitt's body over time. (laughs) <laughs> kind kind of that uh not they went not with brad pitt but basically they shot the whole movie with uh with delia in there and then uh with the carnegie delia in there and then <laughs> and then uh at some point somebody said oh in cats delia. <laughs> <laughs> at some point somebody said oh this guy is not a, a good dude or whatever right this is this was this was a problem, and we shouldn't have done this. And then they couldn't think of what to do because they shot the whole movie. And they so were then, out for lunch at the Carnegie Deli. That day. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? The guy from Cats was there, and they said, <laughs> not the uh, deli, but the musical, um, <laughs> but the insurance company. Uh, <laughs> that so they decided to. Uh, replace Chris Delia, and I don't know if this is because bad things have also happened to Tig Notaro, uh, but they replace him wholesale in the movie with Tig Notaro. And, uh, and they had to like figure out how to do that. They didn't, they didn't have like the proper techniques to do it correctly. Like it would be more, it would, it would have turned out like what we were talking about with the uh, macaroni and cheese thing, just like some horrible thing on top of, now, Tig Notaro is smaller than Chris Delia, so right. She's I think not he's gonna, particularly like, tall, and she might be particularly short. Right, you can't. You're not going to be able to cover him up. She'll look like some big giant. You just can't stretch her. Like she's she shot all the scenes on a green screen, right? So ah, just smack her on top of of Chris everywhere. Yeah, and uh, somehow they've done it so that. And I'm wondering if the whole thing is just a ploy to get people to watch the movie just to see how they did it. Because right, right, that's good. If I mean that's smart. If so, like check out our the 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 strides we've made in you know subbing people out. Yes, because I I'm not interested in the movie really. It's another zombie movie. I'm you know huh. I'm not that interested yeah. in it. And yeah. but I, I think I have to watch it to just watch every Tignataro scene and figure out if I can see Chris under there. And so was his character? I mean, a man, and she's just or like a genderless person zombie i don't know do zombies lose their their gen z 
Uh, I don't know. I no. I think they're gen. Yeah, uh, they're they are. They have pronouns of their own. Okay. Yeah. Right. I think he was. He was, he was playing, playing a woman. Tignataro, I think, <laughs> which was kind of a lucky. <laughs> that was just a lucky quirk of the script. But... <laughs> well, that worked out nicely. Yeah. Yeah, but too big. But he was too big. That's still the. That was still the problem. <laughs> that is nice when somebody can be around uh, to play themselves in a movie. Um, yes. A few times that'll work out. You know when. But here's what you got to do. You got to be remarkable enough in your lifetime to where you're still a relatively uh, young person enough to like play yourself when you were accomplished the thing. You know what I mean? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jackie Robinson played himself in the Jackie Robinson story. Oh, really? Yes. A movie that came out whenever that was, maybe in the 50s or something. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Amazing that they... Uh, we're on top of how big of a deal he was uh, mm-hmm. that that early on. Yep, yep. Um, and he did a fine job for an athlete. One of the you know, nothing special, but like he got the job done for a non actor for sure. It was between him and some white guy. Like they were like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. I, again, he had to break the color barrier just to play himself in his own right. story. Oh wow! I wonder if that would be just such something. Poetry in motion, or one of the sayings. If he had to like fight to like right. play himself, my God. Right. Some, uh, some, yeah, Robert Redford or something. I don't know. That. <laughs> right. That's not an old actor, is it? He's from. Uh, Robbie the Red Man. I don't know what era he was. Okay. Good. Jackie the Rob Man and Robbie the Red Man. Um, yes. Yeah. Big friends of the podcast. Oh, yeah. This is a, yeah. Uh, it was between famous for this podcast and the Jackie Robinson story, too. <laughs> what this. <laughs> yeah i wonder can you i mean tribute things are certainly out there tribute bands tribute uh tribute painters what other art tribute but the just taking a name that actually does happen too with like rappers they'll just pick an old like gangster from the 40s name and like well i'm him too what pick something new yeah that's true yeah I'm Al like, Capone, the rapper. Right. Okay. Sid Vicious. I'm Sid Vicious. Like, you know, and then you look into it and, oh, that was some like mobster guy from the, you know, aughts. The aughts. Yeah. That is, I mean, I, I guess I don't really hate that that much. I mean, I thought uh, create a new band, call them the Beatles. I thought that was a, a good idea. True. Um, you were a big proponent of calling a band Elvis. Elvis is a funny name for a band. Yeah, for sure. How um, about this? Elvis Costello's name, he changed his name to Elvis, like, before he was famous. And we're like, well, I'm just going to be another, like, his name was, like, you know, Dylan McElroy or something. Like, a fine uh, okay. name. Like, okay, Dil- change your name. Elvis is already famous. You're going to go with Elvis Costello? Just Elvis with a last name? And he was money enough to make it, I guess. Maybe it was, like, an experiment. Like, I'm such a beast that it doesn't matter. His name, what, his last name is not even Costello? No, it's like Mac. It's one of the Irish Macs, I think. Okay. Mac and cheese. John McElroy, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I could see if his name was like Belvis or something like that to change it to Elvis. (laughs) Belvis Costello. Like, all right, now I'm changing it to Elvis. Yeah, his name was John McEnroe, and he used to play tennis. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Johnny Mac, the king of uh, upsetness. What was his nickname? Yeah, the king of... Um, the king of swing. Tennis. Uh, <laughs> the king of Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Johnny the Mac Man McElroy, McEnroe. But yeah, I, I think... Don't quote me on the Elvis Costello thing. Uh, his name just might be Elvis Costello, but I want to say, like, Dylan or Declan McAvoy. Declan's a great name. Decky the L man. Yeah, is, is Elvis nice Presley's one. real name Elvis Presley, or was his name? Oh, also maybe they switched names. Elvis. <laughs> his name was uh, yeah. His name was Declan McManus, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what would that accomplish? Two guys coming up in the music world, let's swap names, and then like, oh, it's as like an incentive thing to like, hey, you want your name out there or not? Like, no, wait, that doesn't work. That wouldn't incentivize you. Oh, you know what it would do? It would relax you and say, oh, I don't, I don't care if I make it. I'm just this other guy's name now. Right, and then you both give up. <laughs> why, you know? Yeah, I don't care. Why, why would I... Why would I get famous? Why would I sign this record deal at this point? I have to use his name. <laughs> right. Then I'm just going to have to give it back at a certain point. And then, yeah, no, that wouldn't. But what is a good trick to like a duly, mutually beneficial name swap trick that would be beneficial to both parties? I think, for example, like if I take your name and then, uh, and then, you know, we both operate under your name. Then, hey, now we got twice as good of a chance oh. of uh, getting famous. <laughs> and then... There we go. Because, you know, fame is like something where you have to cross a threshold. Like, you have to do enough good stuff to cross the threshold to become famous. So, yeah, get two people working on the same name. And then uh, you might make the threshold. Then you split the money. Split right. the fame half-half. And I feel like now that we're getting arriving here, I feel like I've heard this theory. I'm trying to remember from whom or from from where or from whence. How about that one? Yeah, from, from whence, whence they came. Yeah. Um, that why don't just you know there are so many shitty comedians out there. Mm -hmm. Why not just take three or four all their best bits, like you know most yeah chances are, and then just make that one guy and the, the best bits of like. 10 shitty comedians just have that be the comedian and like this you know flip a coin to see who it is love that idea just uh get that get that going yeah name the yeah. new guy belvis if you can <laughs> yeah that's belvis deserves to be out there it's it's you know what are my channel richard belzer okay Somebody. yeah richard belzer yeah richard belvis yeah. mr belvedere it's belvis, oh, belvis also is a what uh nickname john for gruden calls uh his his hip you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. I shattered my belvis. I was on a swinging accident and I fell off and I shattered my belvis. <laughs> it's what we're famous.